Word of God. Amen. Last week, we've, we jumped into a series entitled, The Power of Alignment. Power of Alignment. And I'm going to stay right there. I'm going to uh, really tag this, uh, The Power of Alignment, part two, if you will. We're gonna, you're going to find me in Joshua. Uh, that's uh, the text that we launched this particular subject off of, uh, off of Joshua 6, 15 through 17. Amen. 15 through 17. Glory to God. NIV is where I'll be reading on today. Amen. I see a few people. Amen. Still, still turning those Bibles. Amen. And we thank God. Amen. ministry on today and we give them a hand clap on today thank God for our team amen amen they're going to make their exit amen to the annex amen we thank God amen for what God is doing in the life of our teens how many know we want our teens blessed too amen we want our teens empowered too amen and we thank God Amen. For those that are leading uh, that particular ministry, we thank God uh, for them on today. Amen. All right. Joshua 6, starting at the 15th verse. And it reads, on the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. Except that on that day, they circled the city seven times. The seventh time around when the priest sounded the trumpet blast Joshua commanded the army shout for the Lord has given you the city the city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord and here's where we kind of launched it says only Rahab the prostitute and all who were with her in her house shall be spared because she hid the spies we sent uh, let's pray most holy wise God making creator of heaven and earth we honor you today God it is our prayer that our eyes will be open and that we may behold the wonders of your word we thank you for bringing us to this appointed time with these appointed people God, that you may feed us the word that shall strengthen us, that we shall be able to eat off of spiritually to survive in this day and time. God, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. You may be seated in the Lord's house, amen, this morning. Amen. Last week, we defined the word alignment by saying it is the arrangement in a straight line or incorrect or appropriate relative positions. Said, so is it also defined as a position of agreement or alliance? Last week, we talked about how critical alignment is in several areas of our life. We began talking about the fact that alignment is critical when it comes to our automobiles. That how if the tires are out of aligned, understand they wear wrong. Not only do they wear wrong, but they often make a loud noise. And even when they are out of alignment, the steering wheel is shaky. And it will cause your automobile to either shift to the left or to the right because the tires are out of align, out of alignment. And many times we purchase tires and 
we fail to get the alignment, and because of that, we have to purchase tires a little bit sooner than we should have. Because there is power in alignment. We said there's power in alignment when it comes to our bodies. Yeah, when it comes to our bodies, it's critical that our bodies stay in alignment because when they're out of alignment, understand, it creates strain on the joints, creates strain on the muscles and, and the spine. And this can lead to stiffness and soreness and discomfort. Somebody woke up this morning with some pain. And it's probably because your body is out of alignment. Many people know how critical it is to go to the chiropractic and allow the chiropractor to align your body back because when it's aligned back, it functions properly. Yeah. So we said not only that, but understand alignment, it causes problems with sleep or failure to to have your body aligned causes problems with sleep and stress and metabolism. But we also said more critical is alignment is important when it comes to God. Yeah, as it relates to God. We said that spiritual alignment is the place where we are positioned by coming into agreement with God. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but I want to be in agreement with God. I want to be in alignment with God because when I'm in alignment with God, understand there's a flow unlike any other thing. Yeah, we, we saw how powerful alignment was in the life of Rahab. We understand that Israel sent out two spies, and as they sent out these two spies, understand they ended up in the house of a harlot by the name of Rahab. We kind of talked about last week, it's important to realize that uh, we know her name and we know her occupation, not by happenstance, but the writer is trying to help us understand that no matter your position, no matter what you've gone through in the past, no matter your circumstances in life, that when you make up in your mind to make the right alignment, then God can truly set your life up for success. Yeah, Rahab, Rahab, Rahab had, she took a chance that could have cost her her life, but she realized the power of alignment. And we looked at four, where well, we looked at three, we're going to look at the fourth one today. We looked at three critical things, three critical things that forever changed the, the life of Rahab. The first thing that we looked at, the first alignment that forever changed the life of Rahab was her alignment with God. Yeah, that's the first alignment that all of us should want is our alignment with God. Yeah, because our alignment with God sets us up. It sets us up. It causes us to be in a position where God can truly bless our life because God does nothing out of alignment. Uh, he does nothing out of alignment. We see that because uh, Rahab aligned herself with God, that we saw the first thing, that, that she was protected by God. Yeah, she was protected by God. If you want to be protected by God, understand you got to align with God. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know many of us want to be protected by people. We want to be uh, protected by life insurance. And understand those things are good, but there's nothing like being protected by God. Yeah, Isaiah tells us, Isaiah 54 and 17 tells us that no weapon that is forged against uh, you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and this is their vindication from me declares not man but declares the Lord. Ah, uh, yeah. So when we align with God, understand, uh, it is our heritage to be protected by him. Uh, I, I mean, when we are aligned with God, understand, whatever God has promised in every area that God has promised to protect us because I'm connected with him, I can enjoy that promise. Ah, uh, yeah, and it's amazing. Uh, the reason that God could say this because, uh, uh, yeah, he has created 
our enemies. Y'all ain't going to help me. He's created our enemy. He, he created, the Bible says, the, the, the blacksmith. He, he, he created the one that shaped the weapon, that formed the weapon. He created them, and he knows also how vital or how, 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 how the, 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 the weapon can be used. And because he knows and created the person and created the weapon, only God has supersedes those particular things. So it only he can testify to us and declare in our lives that whatever comes our way, understand it will not harm us because he's standing there. Ah, yeah, yeah. We, we also said that Rahab's life is preserved when she made an alignment with God. Preserve. We said the Hebrew word speaks of putting a hedge, a wall of protection around. It speaks of God's divine hedge, the supernatural wall of protection. We said that this is the same wall that uh, Satan uh, uh, had an issue with God that was around the life of Job. He says, uh, I want to, uh, I, I want to uh, come at him. I, 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 I want to touch his life. But he says, you got a hedge of protection around him. And I'm so glad about it this morning that because I'm connected with God that I've got a hedge of protection around me because that's that's what God would do when you align with him. Ah, uh, yeah, he will protect you. The second thing that we said that, that forever changed the life of Rahab was, I'm getting to where I want to get to today, is her alignment with what she heard. Yeah, yeah, Rahab had heard about the things that the Lord had done. And she aligned with what she heard. Because hearing is receiving. Uh, yeah, whatever you hear, understand it has a way of shaping and forming your life. That's why it's so critical that we guard our ear gate, that we guard our eye gate, because that's the way the enemy tries to get in. And if he can get in there, understand he can shift and change the, the dynamics of the way we live. And this is why it's so critical that Rahab heard what God had done and she wanted to to align with what she heard. Ah, uh, yeah, what she heard changed her life. Yeah, so it's critical. Yeah, because sometimes in life, we got to learn. I said it last week, we have to learn how to cut people off. Yeah, yeah, you can't let everybody talk into your ear. No, you can't, can't let everybody speak into your life. No, you, you, there are times in your life where uh, you have to cut those individuals off, especially if they're not trying to help you be who God called you to be and do who, what God called you to do and go where God has called you to go. Understand, you got to learn to cut them off. So at some point in time, when Rahab heard what the Lord has done, she had to silence those around her. Yeah third alignment that forever changed the life of Rahab was her alignment with her divine destiny. Last week I said destiny, but as I begin to really go back over this, I understand that it was divine destiny uh, that she aligned with. It wasn't just destiny. It wasn't just anything that rolled up. No, this was divinely orchestrated by God. And see, that's what we want to connect with. We want to connect with God's divine destiny that, that has been set out in, a, in, in time and in eternity. He said, before I formed you, I knew you. Before uh, you were in the belly of your mother, understand, I, I called you, I sanctified you, I had an assignment for your life. And that's the type of divine destiny that we ought to want to hook up with. We wanna, wanna, ought to want to hook up with what God has already set in motion for our life yeah so each and every one of us understand God has a divine destiny for each and every one of us uh, and we said the divine destiny is God's ordained purpose for which we are born or created uh, you're not here by happenstance no it wasn't a mistake no it was God's divine plan that got you here 
I told you out of a uh, hundred thousand or, 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 or more uh, sperm cells that were uh, trying to get to that egg, understand you made it. Ah, uh, yeah, you, you, you made it. You, you, you made it. You're the one that made it. And because of that, we got to mind how we live our life. Yeah, so God's divine destiny, yeah, doesn't just happen because uh, it, it, it's set up, but we got to do something to lay hold to it. In other words, God's divine destiny is uh, particip participatory. Uh, in other words, it doesn't just happen by itself. In other words, we have, our, we have to have our hand in it. Uh, we have to line up with what God has purpose and destined and planned for our lives. He provides the opportunity, but we have to make the choice. Uh, yeah, and that's what happened on the day that these two spies showed up at Rahab's house. She made a choice. She made a choice to link up with divine destiny that ultimately saved her and her household. Uh, because I told you it's not only about you, but it's about your children and your children's children's children. Yeah, uh, it, it's about those that are going to come behind you. Sometimes we get selfish and just think that it's about us. But no, the reason that God is blessing your life, the reason that God yeah, has blessed you with the job, the reason that God is got you in the position that you're in is not only for you but he's trying to help those that are going to come behind you ah yeah so it was divine so your choices are critical so God's got a divine plan for the singles yeah a divine plan a divine plan which means you got to be in the divine will I love the Apostle Paul, the talented tent maker from Tarshish, as he talks in uh, 2 Corinthians 7 and 1. He, he, he talks about how uh, I wish that you were like me. I wish that uh, you could be single like me because, understand, when you're single, you got some time to, to cultivate that relationship with God. Uh, yeah, you ain't got to worry about worry, uh, worrying about those kids or worrying about somebody else. No, you can take time to, to get in that intimate relationship with God so that God can work things out in your life so that when, uh, yeah, Boaz does come, uh, that when that princess does come, understand that you'll be right in line with the will of God for your life. Uh, so he's got a divine plan for marriages even. Marriages, the Bible tells us that, uh, matter of fact, yeah, in that same chapter, Paul talks about uh, the facts that, fact that uh, uh, husbands and wives ought to, uh, you know, carry out their duty among one another. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the marriage can be whole. Uh, so that you can be a picture of Christ and his bride. Uh, yeah, so, so, so there's a divine uh, destiny. There's a divine orchestration that God has purpose and plan for our lives, and we got to walk in it even when it comes to our money. Uh, Y'all ain't going to help me. Uh, yeah, he says, I wish above all things that thou would prosper. Can I suggest that God wants you to prosper? Uh, nothing's wrong with prospering. Y'all ain't going to help me this morning. Yeah, Nothing's wrong with prospering, but you got to prosper in the right way. Uh, yeah, you got to do uh, the right things in order to walk into the divine alignment that God has for your money. You do know that God has a divine plan for your money, don't you? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, in your career, and your health, I wish above all things that I'll prosper and be in good health. Yeah, God desires good health for each and every one of us. He, de he desires that our, our ministries prosper. Whatever God has gifted us to do, understand, he says, stir up the gift. Uh, yeah, stir up the gift. And when we stir it up, understand, we walk in the divine alignment that God has purposed and planned for our lives. So my question, are you choosing, uh, are your choices in, align, uh, in alignment with God's divine destiny for your life? Or are you sabotaging, yeah, what God has purpose and plan? Yeah, because sometimes it's not the devil, it's us. Uh, I know we blame a lot of stuff on the devil. 
Uh, yeah, the devil made me do it. Yeah, Flip Wilson. But the truth of the matter is some stuff is just us. Ah, uh, yeah, some stuff we get in our own feelings and get in our own self and derail what God has planned and purposed for our, our lives. But this morning, I want to talk about the fourth alignment. Yeah, the fourth alignment that ultimately forever changed the life of Rahab is her alignment with the right people. Yeah, her alignment with the right people. Look what the text says in Joshua 17 through 21. It says, the men said to her, we shall be blameless and free from this oath which you have made us swear unless when we come into the land you tie this cord of scarlet thread in the window through which you let us down and bring into the house your father and your mother and your brothers and all your father's household so that they will be safe he says, but if any goes out the door of your house into the streets, his blood shall be on his own head. That is, on his own responsibility. And we shall be blameless and free from our oath. However, if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head. But if you tell anyone this business of ours, we shall be blameless and free from the oath which you made us swear. And she said, according to your words, so be it. Then Rahab sent them off and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. Now, I want to suggest this morning that the scarlet cord uh, that Rahab tied in the window is symbolic of her alignment with the Israelites. Uh, that, 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 that who you are in alignment with can be a game changer. <laughs> uh, yeah, that when you align with the right people, it can ultimately shift your life and shift your destiny uh, so that you can lay hold to everything that God has planned and purposed for your life. Rahab wanted better for her and her family. Uh, uh, so she made a choice to align with those who wanted to help bring that to pass. So you want to be in alignment with people who want to help you to be better. Um, because I can tell you this morning that everybody in your corner doesn't want your life to be better. Ah, uh, yeah, everybody that's walking with you, understand, may not be for you. Ah, uh, y'all ain't gonna help me this morning. That, that, that's why, you know, I, I, I want people not only walking with me, but I want people to be for me because it's gonna make a difference in your life. Ah, yeah, Rahab realized that her destiny had been tied to the wrong people. Uh, and if she kept on being connected to them, understand, she was going to die just like they were going to die. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but who are you in alignment with, understand, will determine your outcome. Ah, uh, yeah, you got to understand how important and how critical it is who we are connected to. Uh, the people that we're walking with because if we're not walking in sync, if we're not walking in the same vein, if we're not hearing the same thing, understand people will lead you astray and now is not the time to be connected to the wrong people. Ah, uh, yeah, we see this throughout the Bible. The Bible speaks to us. The Bible speaks to us. How people whose alignment with the right people bless their life. <laughs> Let's look at a few of these. 2 Kings 7 and 3 gives us an example of this. It says, now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate. They said no to each other. Why stay here until we die? I mean, here were four lepers who refused to stay in their condition. That the type, uh, that's the type of people that you need to be around. Those that don't want to stay in their condition. Uh, yeah, those that realize that they got life to live and it's not time to die. 
No, I want to be around somebody that's living. I want to be around somebody that's got some life. Uh, I mean, these men could have spent their lives complaining about their condition. They could have spent their lives blaming others. But the text says they said to themselves, why stay here and die? Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, you need people in your life who are determined to live. People who are not willing to settle in their condition. These lepers were in alignment and their alignment made the difference. I want to know who's speaking in your life. What kind of conversations are you having with people? Are they speaking death or are they speaking life? Are they speaking that it's over or are they speaking that there's much to come? Uh, that your latter will be greater than your former? Or are they telling you you too old, you might as well give up? Uh, uh, you missed the window, but the devil is a lie that when you connect with the right people, they will speak something in you that will ultimately position you to where God has planned and destined you to go. Not only there, but we see in Mark 2 and 30, Mark 2, 3 through 5, it says that some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. And since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and they lowered the mat. They lowered the mat the man was lying on and when Jesus saw their faith, they said, or he said to the paralyzed man, so son, your sins are forgiven. And then 11 says, he says, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Uh, so understand what's happening here. Jesus is preaching. Matter of fact, he's preaching in Peter's house. And those houses were not like our houses today. They were small houses. And they had gotten news that Jesus was there. And he was declaring the truth of God's word. And the house was filling up. And these four men showed up with their friend who was paralyzed and could not get into the house. Ah, uh, yeah, these are the type of friends that I need with me. Uh, these are the type of friends that I need running with me. I, I mean, these type of friends, uh, uh, because they were in alignment with the man, understand, uh, they carried the man. That's first, they carried him. See, I need somebody going to carry me sometime. Um, because I'm going to have some issues. I'm going to have some circumstances. So I need somebody that's going to carry me, that won't leave me where they found me. Y'all are going to help me this morning. No, I need somebody that's going to carry me. And the Bible says that these friends weren't just with the man, um, but they were for the man. Uh, yeah, because anybody had to carry him, understand, they weren't necessarily just with him, but they wanted something better for his life. Uh, that's the type of people I need that want better for me, that see me in my condition, but know that God's got more in store for me. Uh, that I might be working this job, but guess what? They see something else in my life. I might be dealing with this issue, but they see me healed. They see me blessed. They see me walking in the fullness of God. The Bible says that when these men got to the house and couldn't get in, they refused to stop. See, you need to be in alignment with those who are willing to break through barriers to get you what you need. Ah, uh, yeah, those are the type of friends that I need that don't settle but see the wall uh, and willing to go through the wall. And if they can't go through the wall, they're going to go over the wall. They can't go over the wall, they're going to go around the wall. That's the type of friends that I need this day and time in my life. I don't need quitters. I don't need people that throw in the tower. I don't need people looking down at me. I know I need somebody that can see where God has planned and destined my life to go. Oh, can I get a witness in the building? Uh, the Bible says that these men, the Bible tells us that four men, they took the paralyzed man up the side of the house. <laughs> up the side of the house. They, uh, and understand, these were, these were long steps that they had to get up to the roof. And when they got up to the roof, they didn't just look around. They began to start pulling the roof off. 
See, those are the type of friends I need in my life. Those that are willing to take the roof off a thing. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they don't really. Uh, to, to, to just, uh, we walk together and we suffer together and we go nowhere. No, the devil is a lie. I need somebody that's going to be with me through the thick and thin. Somebody, glory to God, that's going to make me better because I'm walking with them and not worse. Ah, not only that, but we see this in the book of Luke, the gospel of Luke. Luke 1 and 41 tells us when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Ooh, Mary, impregnated with Jesus, shows up at Elizabeth's house. And what's critical about this is the time that she shows up. Uh, because God's got a divine arranged time uh, for every person that he's put in your life. Uh, yeah, yeah, they might not show up today, uh, but you ought to be looking for them tomorrow. Uh, so the reason that this is critical is because Elizabeth, though she was pregnant, understand, had not, heard, had not felt the baby kick. She had not felt the baby. And, and wives, I know uh, y'all know more about this than me, uh, that when you don't feel your baby, you feel like something is wrong. Every now and then, you need a kick. Every now and then, you need an elbow. Uh, you need to know that that baby is alive. And the Bible says that the moment that Mary shows up and Elizabeth hears her voice, that the baby kicked. Uh, see, that's the type of people I need in my life. Glory to God that will speak and the baby kick. Uh, because you're pregnant with, uh, with fullness. You're, you're pregnant with blessings. You're pregnant with breakthrough. You're pregnant with the promises of God. And every now and then, because of circumstances and situation, you don't feel nothing. You can't see nothing. But no, I need somebody to show up every now and then and let my baby kick uh, to let me know that God has not forgotten about me. That God, glory to God, weeping may endure for a night but joy is going to come in the morning I need somebody that's going to make your baby kick uh, you ought to look around and say can you help me can you help me can you I'm pregnant with something I got something on the inside that God has planned and purpose for my life and I need you every now and then to speak a word in my life to speak about my destiny to speak about my promises to speak about my breakthrough I need somebody, somebody come on and give God a praise in the building. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. My God, my God, you don't need to be aligned with people who think you're too old. Ah, that you made too many mistakes. That you made too many failures. Ah, no, 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 don't let the wrong people talk you out of what God has purpose and plan for your life. I, I, I know it. I, I know they're your friend. I, I, I know sometimes you take their advice, but if it doesn't agree with God, if it doesn't agree with my promise, it doesn't agree with my destiny, oh, I, I got to dismiss you. Ah, yeah, because you don't know how, what God has planned and purpose for me. Can I tell you? Uh, yeah, can I tell you that, that every time God wants to bless you, that he'll send somebody in your life? Uh, it ain't gonna come out of the sky, but he uses individuals. But can I also tell you that every time the enemy wanna curse you, in other words, he wanna derail what God has purposed and planned for your life, that he'll send somebody in your life <laughs> and that's why discernment is critical uh, discernment you, you have to recognize when God is divinely putting the right person in your life and you got to discern also when the devil is trying to slide somebody else in there to derail what God has purpose and plan for your life 
The talented tent maker from Tarsus tells us something critical, extremely critical in 2 Corinthians 5 and 16. Look what he says. And I'm just about finished. He says, wherefore, henceforth, know we know man after the flesh. Uh, so it's important that we just don't know people after the flesh. But I need to know them by the spirit. Uh, see, you might fool me in the flesh. Uh, but when we in the spirit, you can't fool me in the spirit. Uh, because I'm not working by myself in the spirit. I'm working with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, who knows all, in all. Uh, he knows my end from my beginning. So you can't fool me when I get in the spirit. That's why the Bible said that we ought to walk in the spirit and not after the flesh. Um, because the more that we walk in the spirit of God, the more discerning I am of whatever the enemy is trying to send my way. Uh, so I, it, it's good to know your education. It's good to know what you do. It's good to know uh, or to hear what you say. But I need to know what's in your spirit. I need the Bible says try the spirit by the spirit. Uh, yeah, so every now and then you got to try the spirit by the spirit. You got to turn down your plate, glory to God. You got to know, is that man really for me? I know he look good. I know he sound good. I know he's speaking sweet things. He smell good. But I need to know you in the spirit. I need to know, do you fast? I need to know, do you pray? I need to know, do you read your word? If I'm going through something and we get married, can you cover me? in prayer or do I gotta always pray for you the devil is a lie I got to try the spirit by the spirit should I buy it or not is this the house that God has planned for me I know it look good I know it's spacious I know it's in a good environment but is this the house for me I got to turn down my plate I gotta try the spirit by the spirit uh, see that's what the church needs that's what we need this day and time we getting hoodwinked and bamboozled um, because we're walking in our flesh we're not turning down our plate we're not reading our word we're not coming to the house of God where we can get instruction everything sounds good looks good we're running after but the devil is a lie he wants you to try by the spirit to see if it's of God and if it's of not. If it's not, bye-bye. But if it's of God, praise God. Uh, I wish I had a witness in here. Some stuff you gotta try by the spirit of God. Oh, my God, my God. Uh, uh, and I'm just about done. Uh, matter of fact, lastly, look at what acts. 1625. See, that's the kind of teaching we need today. Uh, glory to God. Uh, hallelujah. Get out of our flesh. Uh, uh, because the flesh is a mess. It'll mess you up. Uh, it'll cause you to have to reap stuff that you ought not reap. Uh, but the more that we walk in alignment with the Spirit of God and what He planned and purposed for my life, God is not going to derail me. God is not going to set me up for failure. No, God is going to bless me. The marriage is going to be blessed. My money is going to be blessed. My job is going to be blessed. My health is going to be blessed. Why? Because I'm leaning on the spirit and not on the flesh. Oh, my God. My God said, get rid of the flesh. Get rid of your flesh. Get rid of. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Kill that flesh. That's what God is trying to do. He's trying to kill that flesh. He's trying to kill your flesh, my flesh, everybody's flesh, because our flesh is a mess. Look at your neighbor. That's right. Your flesh is a mess. Your flesh. Paul said, I find, I find no good thing in my flesh. He said, no good thing. Not one. Not one good thing is in my flesh. So I got to rely on the Spirit of God. Oh, I got to go. I got to go. I don't see the clock. Uh, uh, my God, my God, my God. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I need more of the spirit. I need
need more of the Spirit. I need more of the Spirit of God. More of the Spirit. Lord, send your Spirit. Give me a double portion of your Spirit. Send your Spirit. Send your Spirit. My God. Lastly, lastly, the Bible says in Acts 16, 25 through 26, that about midnight, Paul and Silas. <laughs> oh, Paul was in alignment with Silas, and Silas was in alignment with Paul. And the Bible says they began praying and singing hymns unto God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Can I tell you that people want to see alignment? They want to see agreement. Oh, now not the time to be fighting and arguing. Now not the time to be fussing over stuff. Fussing over church pews and fussing over what color the carpet. Fussing over who's singing what song. The devil is alive. Now is the time for agreement. There's enough discord in our government. Uh, Y'all ain't gonna help me. Uh, enough discord in the White House. Enough discord in the House of Representatives. Go in the Senate. We need to be unified in the house of God because something happens when we come together. Something happens when we get on our knees. Something happens when we begin to sing song. The Bible says and suddenly there was, a, there was such a violent earthquake because they were in alignment with each other that the foundations of the prisons were shaken. And at once all the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. Oh my God. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns unto God. They were in alignment with each other. And because of their alignment, the Bible said the foundations of the prison were shaken. And at once the doors flew open and everybody's chains were loose. I'm here to tell you that something happens when we come together. Something happens when you put aside your agenda and I put aside my agenda and we come walking in the purpose of God. Whoa, something happens. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says uh, the earth shook, the foundation shook. Uh, yeah, because they were connected to the right. You ought to look at somebody and say, Are you the right connection? Are you the right connection? Are you the right connection? No wonder the Bible says one can chase a thousand, but two can chase ten thousand. Because something supernatural happens uh, when we come together. Something supernatural. God will put super on natural when we come together in unity. When we we're singing together, when we're praying together, when we're fasting together, when we're worshiping together, God will show up and show out. And that's why the devil doesn't want us to be in alignment. That's why he doesn't want the government in alignment. That's why he doesn't want houses in alignment. That's why he don't want the church in alignment. Because when we come together, God has to show up in the midst. Uh, Y'all ain't gonna help me this morning. When we together, God shows up. You don't believe it? Look what the Bible said in Psalms 133, and I'm done. 133, one through three. How? He says, how wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony, in unity, in alignment, in oneness. For harmony is as precious as the ointment oil that was poured out on Aaron's head that ran down his beard onto the border of his robe. He says harmony is, a, is as refreshing as the dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountains of Zion. And he says and there, there where unity is, there where alignment is, he says God will pronounce a blessing even life everlasting. God is looking for alignment. God is looking for houses that are aligned. He's looking for husband and wife that are in alignment with each other. 
He's looking for singles that you're in alignment with somebody else that's in alignment with you. He's looking for the government to get in alignment. He's looking for the church to get in alignment. And he says, where there is alignment, I'll show up and I'll show out. Where there's alignment, glory to God, I'll come in and put my super Oh, natural. Oh, my God. Ah, so the reason that alignment is so powerful is that it releases anointing. Oh, y'all are going to help me. It releases anointing. And that's why it's so important uh, when you align with the right person, especially when it comes to the church, because alignment within the church creates a channel through which the Spirit's anointing can flow. Ah, uh, uh, and see when the spirit anointing flows, yokes are broken. Ah, uh, y'all are gonna help me. Yokes are broken, burdens uh, are released, the burdens are removed. You don't believe it? Isaiah 10 and 30 27 says, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away. Uh, from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed uh, because of the anointing uh, that's what the enemy don't want he doesn't want us on one accord because God will release his anointing and I don't know who I'm talking to today but God said if I got the right people in the right place I'll release my anointing over your life I'll break some yokes in your life I'll break some bondages in your life all you gotta do is do like Paul and Silas these boys begin to praise God I dare you to get on your feet and begin to praise God begin to glorify him in this building I just want to know do I have uh, the right people in the right place uh, because if the right people are in the right place God says I'll show up uh, I'll break some yokes uh, glory to God I'll, I'll break that yoke uh, that's been on your life I'll break that yoke uh, that's been on your family that generational curse he says I'll break it that poverty spirit he says I'm breaking those health problems he said I'm breaking come on and worship God come on and glorify him in this building come on magnify him God said I'll shake the foundation I'll shake whatever's holding you I'll break the chains off of you whatever's binding you he says I'll liberate you today come on and glorify him in this building Come on and magnify him in this building. Come on and open your mouth. Come on and give your God a praise. Come on and let him know. Oh, I need you to break some yokes. I'm tired of dealing with what I'm dealing with. I'm tired of dealing with that sexual addiction. I'm tired of dealing with that health issue. I'm tired of dealing with that financial struggle. He says, I'll break it if you praise me. I'll break it if you glorify me. Who am I talking to in this building? Who am I talking to? I know it's been hard. I know it's been a struggle. But I hear the Lord. I hear the Lord. Said if you can come together. Matter of fact, he says, where two are touching and agreeing, if they ask anything in my name, I'll do it in the midst. You ought to give God your petition on the day. You ought to let him know what you're struggling with. You ought to let him know what he needs, what you need him to do in your life. There's nothing too hard for God. No struggle, no heartache. The devil is a lie. You don't have to go another day with it. You don't have to struggle another day with it. It can be broken. It can be broken. It can be broken. You can be delivered. You can be set free. Glory to God. You ought to magnify him in this building. Glory to God. If you need the Lord to do something for you, you ought to make your way to this altar this morning. I feel God trying to break some strongholds. I feel God want to bring some deliverance. If you need it today, you ought to make your way to this altar. You ought to make your way to the pool of deliverance. The place that's going to set you free. We are in one accord. I believe God will do it. Do you believe God will do it? I believe God will give you a breakthrough. Do you believe God will give you a breakthrough? 
Do you believe? I believe that he'll deliver you. Do you believe that he'll deliver you? Just anoint them. You ain't got to pray for them. Just anoint 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 them today. Just anoint them. Just anoint them. I hear the Lord saying, your praise is going to deliver you. Your praise is going to give you your breakthrough. Your praise today. If you just praise me, if you just glorify me for the God that I am, I'll deliver you. I'll set you free. Glory to God. I'm trying to bring you in alignment with your future. I'm trying to bring you in alignment with your destiny. I'm trying to bring you in alignment with what God has purposed and planned for your life. Come on and cry out to him on the altar. Come on, lift that hand. Lift that hand. Open that mouth. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yet the boy say K. Yet the boy say K. Yet the boy, you can pray in the spirit. Let me hear you. Let me hear your heavenly language. Let me hear your heavenly language. Come on, come on, come on. Let me hear your heavenly language. Oh, he's breaking some stuff. He's delivering you. Oh, glory to God. It's going to come off the day. Are you in the right place with the right people? Yep, yep, I hear you. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, it's yours if you want it. It's yours if you want it. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours. It's yours, it's yours. It's yours, it's yours. It's yours. Block out everything of the enemy. Block out everything of the enemy. Block it out, block it out, block it out. That healing is yours. That healing is yours. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. He's going to come into that house. He's going to bring that house in order. He's going to bring that house in alignment. Uh, I see the Lord dispatching angels right now on your behalf. He's dispatching angels right now on your behalf. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's dispatching angels right now on your behalf. Come on, come on, come on. Where my prayer warriors at? Come on, let's exalt the Lord. Come on, come on, come on. Today is a day of liberation. Today is a day of breakthrough. Today is a day of alignment. God, you've been out of alignment. But God said, I'm putting it back in line today. I'm putting it back in line. I'm putting your money back in line. I'm putting your mind back in line. I'm putting your family back in line. Glory to God.